0: In the name of God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. I want to welcome all of you. Thank you for being here, those of you who are here physically. Thank you for watching those of you who are watching and those of you who may be watching in the next day or so. Welcome to all of you. I love kids. And I love the crazy things they say. My former father-in-law has long since passed away, but he stood about six foot five. He was a Methodist minister with white hair and a booming voice. And he told me once that he ran into a parishioner in the grocery store. This woman with her little four-year-old son, and he said hi to them, and they said hi to him, and It was all good, and then he went on and got his groceries. But the woman came to him on Sunday and said that her little boy, as as they were walking out of the grocery store, was holding her hand and looked up to her and said, Mom? She said, Yes, honey. He said, Why was God in the grocery store? (laughs) There was a little girl in my parish when I served in Kansas who asked her dad one Sunday morning, very earnestly, I think around the age of five, she said, Dad, can boys be priests too? <laughs> and we used to have a plaque in Kansas that had all these names of soldiers who had died in World War I. Lists and lists of names. And evidently, one little boy was with his dad, and they were looking at the plaque, and he said, Dad, what are all those words? And he, and the dad said, those are the names of the men who died in the service. And there was a long pause, and then the little boy said quietly, which one, the 8 or the 10.30? <laughs> So the disciples are traveling with Jesus and he's trying to explain to him who he is and what's going to happen to him. He tries to tell them that he's going to die and that he's going to rise again and they can't understand it. They just can't make any sense of what he's saying. And they're making their way to the town of Capernaum and Jesus hears them bickering and arguing. When they arrive at the house in Capernaum where someone is welcoming them as guests, Jesus looks at the disciples and says, what were you guys all arguing about on the way? And they're like deer in headlights. They're embarrassed. You see, they've been arguing about themselves who among them is the greatest who's going to do the greatest thing if jesus ends up ruling israel i get to be the secretary of state no you're not good at that i should sit on the bench and be a judge no that, that maybe not you you should do this they're all consumed with what their roles are going to be when jesus becomes the messiah and starts ruling over the land which is what they thought he was supposed to do And what happens when we start thinking that it's up to us and that our role in this world is so important, we start fighting with each other. It was as if they were saying, well, I'm going to become head of the Democratic Party. Oh, no, you're not. I'm going to become head of the Republican Party. And they just start arguing with each other. And when Jesus asked them, what were they talking about? They're embarrassed and they don't say anything. So Jesus sits down on the ground. You remember how in preschool, how many of you guys even went to preschool, you sit in a circle sometimes on the ground? Jesus sits down, and he invites them to sit down. And he says, you guys don't understand. It's not up to you. It's not your job to fix the world, and it's not so much important to God what role you play. And then he takes a little child. I imagine that the child is living in the house where they're staying, and the child probably comes up to Jesus, just like children are always drawn to people who love God. I imagine this child just probably ca- crawled into Jesus' lap, and he said, you've got to become like this. If you really want to be part of God's plan, you've got to become like a little child. What does that mean, to become like a little child? Do you remember as a kid how you used to play? I don't know what what you played with. I had dolls. Maybe you liked to play outside. Maybe you loved to climb trees. Do you remember? What was it that you loved to do? Did you love to make mud pies? Did you love to jump in the leaves? I grew up in Connecticut. We used to make these big, huge pile of leaves, and then we'd just jump in them. Did you dance? Did you ever get to do a cartwheel or a somersault? I tried to do one a couple weeks ago. I managed to do it, but I thought I was gonna, my body was gonna break apart. (laughs) A couple weeks ago, I got to babysit twin girls about age six, we played dolls for two straight hours. We were so present in the moment, just being there together with their dreams and their ideas. It was so fun. And just for a short while, I wasn't worrying about the state of the world or the coronavirus or what I should be doing to fix all my relatives. I don't know about you, but when I was growing up, I was taught, and rightly so, that I needed to be responsible, and that I needed to help other people, and so I started working very hard, and I kept on working and working and trying to fix things until I know that it's become a problem. I worry about everyone. I want to fix everyone's problems, and guess where that gets me? We're taught to grow up and be responsible. But then, if we really want to follow God, we have to go back to learning what it was like to be a child again. You see, in this culture, we live by a myth that you have control over your life. That if you just learn the right social Media, if you just earn the right amount of money, if you just vote the right way, that we can fix the world. And in a way, we argue and argue about how to fix the world. And we all have different opinions about how to do it. But just like the disciples, all we end up doing is arguing with ourselves and going around in circles. Because the only person who can fix the world is the Holy One. And it's our job not to solve the problems, but to listen and to be very present in the moment and to do that thing that is right before you. Not try to think about 10 years down the road, not try to fix the mistakes you made in your past, but like a child to behold the wonder of this very moment. And to realize that it's a gift and that we cannot solve all the problems of the world. All we can do is what is right in front of us right now. Help us, it says in the collect we prayed today, not to worry about things earthly, but to love things heavenly. Not to worry about things earthly, but to love things heavenly. Do you know what the word faith really means, to have faith? It doesn't mean to be certain about anything. Faith is a childlike trust in God. Faith is when you say, finally, after trying to solve every problem that you have in front of you, finally you say, God, I just need to trust you. I need to trust that you know the end of the story. I need to trust that you are going to make all things well in your time. I need to submit to you and trust you because I am a child in your eyes and I know so little in comparison with you. Faith is nothing more than putting your trust in God and becoming a child again. A beholder of of the wonder of the present moment. You see, one of the things that the darkness does to us is by making us feel over-responsible, we get so busy that we forget to notice the wonder of the present moment, which is God's gift to us. My brother and I used to sit in the back seat on the way to Salem, our family place, in the summer. It only takes an hour to get there, but when I was five, it seemed like an eternity. And evidently, I would ask my mom and dad over and over, how long until we get there? Drove them crazy. How long until we get there? How long until we get there? And I couldn't understand an hour, and I couldn't understand 120 miles, All they could say to me is, just wait, we'll get there. That's the way we are with God. We say, how long until we get there? How long until the end of the pandemic? How long until we can get world peace? How long until we can start taking care of our planet? And God says, just wait. I'll get you there. Just trust me, we're not in the driver's seat. There are so many things that are beyond our control. What is within our control is what lies right in front of us in this very beautiful morning, this gift of a rainy Sunday morning. You and I together here. Let's remember who we are, my friends. We're just, we're just little children. You and I, let's learn how to play again. And how to give thanks. And how to be wonders, beholders of wonder in this broken world. Amen.